When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. I'm so glad you guys are here. I gotta tell you, this episode that I'm about to do right now is probably the most excited I've ever been to record an episode, and I'm gonna tell you why in a minute. Um, before I get started, I wanted to thank Chris and Lisa from Been There, Got Out, and I wanted to thank Adam from Toxic Abuse Anonymous uh, for being the guest in the last two weeks. Um, everybody loved Adam's wisdom about the chemistry and the ba- brain and the oxytocin and the dopamine and how they're dopamine addicts. Super, super cool stuff. Um, and I, I loved um, when Been There, Got Out, Chris and Lisa, they were talking about um, a way to help your kids when they're being gaslit, playing a game called I Know My Truth. So I've been playing I Know My Truth with my little five and three-year-old, and uh, it's really cool. It's, it's a fun way to, to help your kids. So thank you guys so much to Chris and Lisa from Been There, Got Out, and Adam from Toxic Abuse Anonymous. Uh, you guys absolutely rocked it. Um, I'm so thankful that, that you both were on the show. And guys, stay tuned because I have some amazing guests still to come. Uh, I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, also, I want to remind you, as always, check me out on Instagram. And now I have a TikTok. Uh, you could follow me at dimming underscore the underscore gaslight. Um, and please, 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 if you like the show, give it five stars, leave a review. Um, it helps the algorithm. I really want to get the story, you know, I want to get uh, our stories out there. Um, I want to keep this thing growing and I want to keep getting the name out there. So thank you for you guys who have left a review. Thank you for giving it five stars. And uh, I'd appreciate if you guys will continue doing that. Um, so listen, guys, I um, mentioned a couple of weeks ago in an episode that I filed a motion um, to have my bills heard because as you've heard in past episodes that I am hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money. And also I filed um, a motion to have expanded parenting time with my children, um, including sleepovers. So um, I want to get these bills out of my name and I want to get my kids back. But I didn't really talk about this, guys. Tomorrow is my court day. Um, So I'm recording an episode now uh, to tell you about some of the allegations and my evidence that's against her. Um, and then tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to record like kind of how I'm feeling right before the court time. Um, tell you my mindset, where my head is. And then my court is at 11 AM. So I'm going to recap after court to let you guys know the result. And, um, I gotta say I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to go over the allegations and stuff. And, and I hope that you guys feel I got a good chance. Um, but whoever you pray to, I beg of you, say a prayer for me. I, I just want my kids back. If you pray to God, if you pray to Allah, if you pray to Vishnu, I don't care who you pray to, please say a prayer to me. 
Um, I want my life back. I want some stability. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm inches, inches, inches away and, uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, so listen to this. So I filed the motion. Okay. And, uh, so the motion includes how I'm only seeing my children for six hours a week. Um, she is restricting even my calls with the kids. Um, and I'm paying every single bill in the house. I'm paying 115% of the bills. Okay. Um, so, uh, and we dropped the restraining order. So, um, oh, the other thing is too, she's accusing me of being mentally unstable because as you heard in past episodes that she had me diagnosed as bipolar with a, you know, triangulated, uh, psychiatrist. And she convinced the psychiatrist that I was bipolar. I'm not bipolar. Part of our settlement for the restraining order was that I had to get a psychiatric evaluation and it came uh, back with a psychiatric evaluation that I have an adjustment disorder because my whole life is completely different in four months. And, uh, you know, granted, I have some depression. So, um, but she says that the psychiatrist is wrong, that I lied to the psychiatrist, um, that I never told her that I was bipolar and, uh, that, you know, I'm not mentally fit to, to have my kids. Um, so another one of our allegations is that I am not being forthcoming about my physical abuse to her. Okay. She claims that I, I mentioned, you know, uh, when I was telling my story episodes ago that she claims that I, um, choked her. Okay. She claims that I choked her. Then, about two weeks later, she amended her restraining order. This is when the restraining order was still active. So she claims I choked her. That's when I was served with the restraining order. Then she added two weeks later that I choked her while she was holding my daughter. Okay? And in her response to my motion, she filed a hundred and 10 pages of allegations against me. And I wish you could see me right now. You know how much evidence she has? Big old goose egg. All right. Um, she has one recording of me admittedly losing my mind and screaming my head off and I'm not proud of it. Um, but other than that, she doesn't have any real proof. And the, the one recording that she has of me screaming her head off and F-bombs and all this other stuff is from six years ago. Okay. And it was right after, you know, you guys heard the story about how my mother-in-law, my monster-in-law was present as my kid's birth. And she recorded me screaming my head off one time, um, about the birth of my son. So that's what she's got in terms of evidence. Okay. Um, she goes into great detail in, uh, the response to the motion about, Oh, it's this amazing story about how she had to pack a getaway bag to get away from me. And she was calling domestic abuse hotlines and asking them, you know, creating her escape plan. Um, and she says, I was like micromanaging her life. And I was watching her on um, like find my iPhone. So I knew where she was and she couldn't sneak away. It's all bullshit. It's all complete bullshit. Um, first of all, I haven't shared this on the podcast. I have pictures of physical abuse that she did to me. Um, she, I've never physically abused her, so she has no evidence of that. Um, but I submitted, um, as evidence, 
a picture of she scratched my chest um, really bad. And I have a picture. One is a picture of me laying in my bed and I have scratches. I'm bleeding on my chest. And then I took the same picture standing up in the mirror, kind of like a selfie in the mirror with my shirt off of me bleeding. So I submitted that to counsel um, and that was exhibit A. Um, like claw marks down my chest. And th- this was all, you're probably asking like, why did she do that? So we got into a fight one time. Um, this was back in like 2018, I want to say. And I think it started because like, uh, I wouldn't clean the house or something like that. Or like I didn't help enough or I didn't vacuum or do the laundry or something. And you know how these fights go. And then they, you know, matriculate into something else. And then we're screaming at each other. And I called her a bad mom and she scratched my chest. And, um, she got me good and, uh, yeah, she made me bleed. Um, so anyway, I submitted that and, uh, that was exhibit a, so she has no evidence of physical violence. And I do, um, also in her restraining order, she alleges that I choked her while she was rubbing our daughter's back at bedtime. So two things, one, I submitted my phone records my, my call logs. And it shows that at the time she was texting me, rubbing our daughter's back and she's going to sleep. Then she texts me, um, that she's going to take a shower and go to bed. And then she texts me, we can't yell in front of the kids anymore. Yell in front of the kids anymore. So I screenshotted that and I supplied that. So at the time when she's saying that I'm choking her, while rubbing our daughter's back, I have text messages from her that says we can't yell in front of the kids anymore because we had an argument earlier that day. Another thing is when it comes to my call logs at this time, when she's texting me, we can't yell in front of the kids. I'm also on a phone call with my friend for two hours and I submitted that. So what did I do? I told my friend, Hey, hold on while I go choke my wife. No didn't happen. So I submitted that as evidence too. So those are exhibits B and C. Okay. Um, also I explained to you guys in a prior episode, I have, I recorded her. So this alleged incident where she says that I strangled her while she was holding my daughter, this happened on October the 17th, 2021. Okay. Um, we had a, we had a a screaming fight and that's what this was all about, but, um, there was no physical violence. She, I started recording her, um, from October the 19th until the, I received the restraining order on October the 30th. I have 38 recordings of, you know, she, she claims in the motion how scared she was of me and she had a packet to go bag and she was calling domestic abuse hotlines. Bullshit. I have 38 recordings to show she is antagonizing me. She is, okay, so the two, we submitted two recordings out of the 38, but if she wants to keep going, we can keep going with evidence. Um, but one of the recordings is us arguing and I'm in the basement lifting weights and she comes down and, and you can hear the recording and I say, please just leave me alone. Please go upstairs, leave me alone. And then she's like, no. And she's screaming her head off at me. And I don't understand why you wouldn't try. And you want me to make an effort. And this is me making an effort. And I say, you're not making an effort. You're just trying to suck me back in. Mind you, I already knew that she was a narcissist at this point. Okay. So my desire to work on this, my hope was gone. 
So um, she's following me around the house in this recording, screaming at me, and you want effort, and I'm trying to make an effort, and you won't meet me halfway. And man, I mean, I've seen things on Instagram like, oh, you're calling me an asshole? Well, do you remember the time that I was nice, and 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 then now I'm a dick? Like, what do you mean? Um, so she's following me around the house and I'm going, please leave me, please leave me alone. And at one point I say, I just want to get a divorce. Can we please just get a divorce? And she's following me around the house and I go, I got to go out the back door. I was going to try and sneak out the back door and she followed me out of the house and I have a recording of it. Um, and then, so, so it just shows that she wasn't scared of me. Um, and then another really damning recording that I submitted as evidence is two days before she filed the restraining order, she comes up to me and she goes, when are you planning on moving out? And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, well, when are you going to move out? And I was like, when the divorce is final. And she's like, you don't live here during divorce proceedings. And I was like, who told you that? And she's like, my lawyer. And I was like, really? Your lawyer said I don't live here during divorce proceedings. She goes, you want to live with me during divorce proceedings? I go, well, now you're backtracking. Because that's not what you just said. You said that I don't live here. Now you're asking me, do I want to live here? And she's like, no, the lawyer said you don't live here. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's what the lawyer told you? And he goes, yeah. She goes, yes. And I go, okay. And I just walked away and I go, nope, I got it. And what I meant was, no, I got that on recording, bitch, because I know plenty of people who cohabitat during divorce proceedings. In fact, I'm talking to a lot of you guys now who do it. Um, so when she learned that I wouldn't be leaving the home, uh, this is why she filed the restraining order. Um, so my defense has, you know, that for the restraining order because, you know, she's got nothing on me. <laughs> um, another thing she alleges is that I strangled her on October the 17th. Okay. But she didn't file the restraining order until October 30th. Okay. She also filed the initial TRO and she says, I strangled her. And then two weeks later, she amends it and says, I strangled her while she was holding our daughter. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. You file a restraining order and you say, I strangled you. And then two weeks later, you change it. Oh, you strangled me while holding our daughter. How come you were holding my daughter when I strangled you wasn't included in the first TRO? Did you just forget that point? Like, what are you nuts? Um, and why did you wait from October 17th to October 30th to file the restraining order? You know, she's going to try and play up in court. Oh, well, I was so scared and I'm a true domestic abuse victim. Listen, I feel sorry for you, you men and women out there who are true domestic abuse victims because she's just playing this card and there are people out there like you who do really need this help. And this son of a bitch is abusing the system. Um, another thing I submitted as evidence is... Um, okay. So on October 17th, she alleges it happened October 30th. I got the restraining order. Okay. So 13 days on October the 23rd, I wake up in the morning to a text message from her and she's in the home, but she wanted me to have, um, a text message of a list of ways that we could save our marriage. Okay. On this list is such things as hugging, cuddling, physical touch, sex twice a week, um, sharing in chores and duties, um, saying words of affirmation, like absolute fucking ridiculousness that like, listen, this is how a relationship works. 
Like, where were you for the last nine years we were together? You're making me a list of how to be in a relationship? This is what I've been asking for you all along, is to just be a wife. And she wouldn't. She wouldn't. And she would always say, oh, well, I don't want to be around you because, you know, you're mad at me because of the way I treated you. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I hate to say it, but make it up to me. And she always wanted to play the victim. She she wanted to be the abused and not the abuser. Um, but she takes me for a fool. And she doesn't know that I have all this evidence against her. So when it comes to the domestic abuse, she has one recording of me screaming my head off from when my child was born almost six years ago. I have recordings, pictures, text messages, phone logs from four months ago, not six years ago. Okay. And, um, it's damning. It's really damning. So I'm excited to get into court tomorrow. Um, another one of the allegations that she has is that I'm an uninvolved parent. And, and you'll remember from past episodes, um, post separation, post us leaving, it was my birthday. And, um, she said that my son got home after my birthday and was visibly upset and he wouldn't talk about what he was upset about. And she says that she tried to pull it out of him and he's like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. And then allegedly, according to her, my son told her that I told my son to go fuck himself and that I wouldn't play with him and I would only play with my daughter because I love her more. Um... I hope right now when you're listening to this, I hope your jaw is dropped because it's a bold faced lie. And these narcissists, I mean, God bless cell phones, man. I, I, you know, I talk a lot of crap about social media and stuff, but, um, God bless these cell phones, man, because I have pictures of my birthday with my son sitting on my lap with his head back laughing hysterically. I have pictures, I have a video of him sitting on my lap singing happy birthday to daddy and blowing out my birthday candles for me. I mean, what does she think? What does she think in 2022? Like things aren't documented. She just thinks like if she says something, this is what narcissists do. They say something and they think it's gospel and it's not. I have evidence. I have proof. And I think really what happened is I think she knows that nothing, you know, we, we, I'll admit, I'll admit we had a lot of screaming matches in the home. Okay, but when it comes to physical violence, she has no evidence and she really has no evidence of the, of the screaming matches except for, you know, one recording that's taken without context. Um, but she's brainwashing my kids. She's brainwashing my kids to tell they well, then my son went back and he told his therapist that I told him to go fuck himself. And he knows that didn't happen. And I spoke to the therapist and the therapist told me that he said that, which is so alarming. Um, but so the following week, he got into my car. And he gets in the back of my car and he sits down and it's a visit day. And I said, you know, buddy, I am so happy to see you. And he goes, I'm so happy to see you too, daddy. And I recorded it. I took a video of it. And in the video, he goes, hey, dad, guess what? And I go, what? He goes, last week for your birthday was the best day of my life. And I have it on video. So I sent that to my lawyer. I think if I told him to go fuck himself, he'd be echoing a different sentiment than Daddy, that was the best day of my life. Um, so she's just crazy. She's just so crazy. And um, she's she wants sole custody of the kids. Oh, so then anyway, um, 
you know, in the spirit of soul custody, she, she really has no reason to, um, well, she alleges that I was an uninvolved parent and I didn't do schoolwork with them. The kids in kindergarten, my other ones in daycare. I mean, there's, I did do schoolwork with him. I trace helped him trace his letters and, you know, we, we, um, can spell cat and dog and stuff like that. I did help. I bathe, I cook, I clean, I do laundry, I vacuum, I clean bathrooms. I did everything for this jerk. Um, and she'll never find anybody like me, but Another thing that she wants is full medical decision-making on the children. Um, you Maybe you'll recall in a, in a prior episode, um, I've been begging for the medical information for my children. And my daughter has uh, not a super imperative um, medical situation, but enough where she sees a couple of specialists. And my wife, ex-wife, my narcissist, um, only supplied the name of the daycare, the name of my son's school and the pediatrician to my council. And I know all that information, but I need like, you know, uh, the, all the specialists that my kids are seeing, um, that she won't give to me. And she wants, so she said in the motion that she wants full medical decision-making so I don't have to ask any questions and what grounds she's even asking that on is way beyond me. I, I don't even understand where she can cut this shit from. Um, so listen, guys, I mean, tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow is the day. And you guys want to hear something fucked up? Um, so I'm recording this right now and it's a Thursday night. Okay. On Monday, I woke up and um, I got my coffee and I sat down and I started doing my work and I sat down and I was like giddy. I was so excited and I was so happy on Monday because I'm like, this is the week. This week can completely turn my entire life around. And as I'm thinking this, I'm sitting there and I'm like hyper, I'm excited. And my brain starts going, wait a second, am I manic? Am I manic right now? Am I bipolar? Should I be happy? Should I be nervous? What's wrong with me? Why am I so happy right now? This is unhealthy that I'm happy. And it dawned on me that she has infiltrated my thoughts so badly that I can't even trust myself to be happy. How fucked up is that? I can't even be happy um, without being like, am I okay? Is there something wrong with me? Um, but I know I'm not bipolar. I have every right. And I, you know, I've been talking to my friends. My friends go, no, Yin, you should be excited because this evidence is damning. What my lawyer says is that the judge just has to hear it, you know? And, um, it's funny. My lawyer is like, I don't want to call him like an eternal pessimist, but he never really gives me the positive side of the coin. And I guess that's his job. Like he always gives me like the worst case scenario. But, um, he said like the judge just has to hear it. And I think he got a good shot. Um, and I think so too. Um, I really think so. But, um, I got to say too, man, like I'm fantasizing about <laughs> taking the kids from her and, I, you know, I'm not going to get sole custody, but man, would that be nice? Man, would that be nice? I just, I hope the judge recognizes the things that she's put me through and the lies that she's told because I have clear cut damning evidence. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, you know, so before I started recording, I didn't know if I was going to talk about this. Um, but it's relevant. And, um, 
So one of my friends was saying I should talk about this. So I was super excited, obviously, about tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, this is really going to turn my my whole life around. And uh, I got a call from my boss. And she let me know that sales numbers in the company are down because of coronavirus. And our first quarter numbers are way down. Um, and she let me know that they're going to let me go in two weeks. <sighs> so I found this out yesterday and, um, I applied to 22 places online today. I got a really good resume. Um, so I'm pretty confident um, that I'll be okay. I was able to actually, like I said, I'm recording this on a Thursday. I was able to set up two interviews for Monday. Um, I have some friends who are helping me out, you know, putting some feelers out and I've updated my resume and stuff. And, oh my God. I mean, when it rains, it pours, man. And I'm kind of numb when I talk about it. You know, I'm not crying. I'm not freaking out. I'm just kind of numb about it. Um, but man, I've survived a hundred percent of my bad days and, um, I'll be okay. I can't believe I'm going to lose my job now though. But, um, I did want to say this. I mean, like I, 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 I'm sure you guys can relate to this. I kind of internalize a little bit, you know, over the last couple of months, did I really put all my effort into my job because I was going through so much and you know what? I'm gaslighting myself. I do a really good job at my job. Like I, you know, I looked at my job description and I'm like exceeding all the goals. Um, my boss let me know it's not, they're not letting me go because of a performance issue. It's a budget issue. And, um, I guess like they're trimming the fat and I'm the fat and sucks, man. But, um, you know, I wanted to put that out there and, uh, I want to say for you guys, like, you know, I hope you can relate to me, you know, when I tell these stories and, um, this is my life and it's kind of dramatizing my life a little bit, but, um, what am I going to do? I mean, like I can't give up. I can't give up. And like, I, you know, I was so close tomorrow to, to really feeling like things are worked out and now I have another hurdle, but maybe it's a blessing in disguise, man. Maybe, maybe I'll get a better job. You know, um, I, like I said, I have some feelers out there and, um, I got a good resume, you know, my, uh, career trajectory has been pretty good. So, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but I don't want that. I don't want to dwell on that. Um, I want to be excited about tomorrow. This is the day that I've been waiting for, for a long, long time. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, and yeah, so listen, tomorrow, um, uh, it's about 10 o'clock at night right now as I'm recording this. Um, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and, um, I'm going to jump on the mic and, uh, I'm going to tell you where my head's at tomorrow, just hours before, um, I go see what's going to happen with my life. So, uh, stay tuned guys. All right, everybody. Good morning. Um, it is approximately, well, not approximately, it is 7.39 AM. Um, I am a little over three hours until court time. Um, I just woke up and, uh, I'm ready to go, man. I'm, um, cautiously optimistic, 
cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, I laid out all the evidence for you guys. And um, I mean, just the judge has to hear it, right? Like just the judge has to hear it. Um, but I think like, what if she doesn't hear it? The judge is a lady, a woman, by the way. Um, and I've heard that women judges actually, I wouldn't say favor men, um, but they're kind of immune to the crying and the alligator tears that, you know, I'm expecting from my ex. I'm expecting, you got to go into these things kind of expecting the unexpected a little bit. Um, I'm expecting there to be some spin on the story. I'm expecting alligator tears. Um, I'm expecting maybe some new allegations. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know there won't be new evidence because my lawyer said she can't submit any new evidence. She submitted what she had and she had nothing. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm expecting the unexpected a little bit. Um, I'll be ready. I'm sure my lawyer will be ready. Um, but yeah, man, I'm cautiously optimistic. I just need the judge to hear it. Um, man, I, I'm fantasizing a little bit about maybe the judge will maybe rip into her a little bit and say, you know, there was no reason. See, here's the thing, right? My ex is contending the reason that I can't get my children more often and have expanded parenting time and this kind of thing is because I'm mentally unstable because I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, um, years and years and years ago, um, because she triangulated a therapist against me during marriage counseling. Um, but one of the things that my lawyer said was we are not contending years ago. Part of the settlement was that I get a psychiatric evaluation now and the psychiatric evaluation that I got now came back with an adjustment disorder. So we're not contesting years ago. We're contesting now. And it's just more tactics that she's trying to use to wield control over me. And um, I hope the judge sees through it. She's got to see through it. I, listen, I have faith. I have faith. I think, um, I think she's gonna, right? And like, how can I sustain paying 115% of the bills? Like, how can I can't sustain this? It's more than I make. And like, why should I? Especially because I've proven that I did not physically abuse her. I, I didn't. So we took the settlement, you know, on these grounds that we wanted a guaranteed result and the guaranteed result was there's a temporary restraining order and there's a full restraining order. And you don't want a full restraining order because that gives the opposition a leg up when it comes to custody during the divorce proceedings. So I took this settlement, albeit probably not a great one because you know, I'm paying these bills and everything, but the judge has to see through it. And I'm kind of hoping today, um, I'm kind of hoping I hear, you know, they, they make it about child support. Um, and I'm thinking child support. I, I ran this, like they have, um, a New Jersey child support calculator online. And, um, I think my child support's going to be anywhere between 850 to $1,050 a month. Um, and then I'm hoping that 
Um, I am only responsible for half of my daughter's daycare tuition, which daycare is $938. So hold on a second. Let's see. Siri, what's half of 938? 469. So let's say 850 to 1050 uh, plus 469. So um, let me see here. Let's say 10,050 plus 469. I'm looking at still $1,519. Okay, let's say 1,000, let's just call it $1,500, right? So $1,500 is a lot better than right now I'm paying about $4,500. So I'd be saving $3,000 a month um, from what I'm doing now. Um, it's not possible. It's not sustainable. And why should I? Just because, listen, no offense, but just because she's a woman, I have to pay $4,500 because what? Why did I have to move out of my home? Why do I have to miss my children? Why do I have to pay 100% of the bills? What did I do? I'm the one who took all this abuse and I can show it. But I hate to say it because I'm a man. I got kicked out of my house and it took almost five months now to show any evidence. But today is my day, man. Today is my day. And they say, you know, I've heard before, you know, you never get your day in court. And I'm not saying necessarily this is my quote unquote day in court, but I'm hoping for some relief. And, and man, I hate to say it. I, so I want my expanded parenting time. Um, as it stands now, they, uh, what, what was in the, the settlement right now for this motion is that I get my children on four o'clock on Friday to six o'clock on Sunday, um, every other weekend and twice a week, every week for dinner. And that sounds like a good plan. I really want, um, for the sake of helping out child support, I want three overnight stays a week to help out my child support. Um, but this is a good start. Although I'm probably being a little naive to think that if this is the start, why would they change it and add another day? But maybe they will. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I've never been through a divorce before. Um, we'll see. But man, I'm excited. I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. Of course, I'm nervous. What if this doesn't play out? I mean, if it doesn't, if this doesn't play out the way I want, um, I don't know. I guess I, I mean, I can't continue to pay the bills. I can't. So one way or another, I'm not going to continue paying the bills. I'm not. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Hold me in contempt of court. Throw me in jail. I don't know. Maybe you guys won't get a podcast anymore. But I'm not going to continue to do this. I just can't. It's not sustainable. It's not feasible. Um, we'll see. Um, but I hate to say it. I think the bills are more important than expanding the custody with my kids right now. Um because I can't do this. I don't have money to survive. I've said I'm getting my food from a food bank. And, you know, the other day I, I, um, my friend actually got me some ground beef and, um, I scraped together 35 cents to go down to the local supermarket and get taco seasoning so I could make tacos, um, just out of ground beef and taco seasoning. Like that's all I got, man. Like, I'm, I'm on the edge. You know what I mean? So, um, this can't last forever and I can't keep doing it. I just off of what that, the thing that drives me crazy. And you know, if you guys could put yourself in my shoes, like, because of why, because of why do I have to do this? Because of why? Give me a reason. I didn't hurt her. I didn't do anything. 
these are just two people that hate each other that are getting a divorce. Like, why do I have to do this? Um, but I mean, that's also not a healthy thing to get stuck in is the why I try and just move past it. And, uh, you know, screw it. I got to deal with the, the situation as it is not as, as I want it to be. So I'm doing my best, man. But, um, yeah, this is a big day. This is a big day. My God. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate the support. It's already 7.30 and I've woken up to a lot of messages that say thinking of you today, praying for you today. I'm praying for me today, man. You know, I, I know God is in control. My God is in control. And, um, man, uh, you know, I've survived 100% of the bad days I've ever had. I heard that recently and I love it. I've survived 100% of the bad days I've ever had. And it's true. Um, <laughs> as the great Gloria... Gainer once said, I will survive, but, um, I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. I want my kids. I want my money. Um, trying to start a new life. And yes, there are new roadblocks that I will overcome those too. There is no quit. Quitting is not an option. Quitting is not an option. So, all right, guys, I'm going to end it here. Wish me luck. Say a prayer for me. <laughs> Pause it here. Bow your head, man. Say a prayer for me. Um, I'll come back in a couple hours. I'll let you guys know how it went. And uh, please, 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 God. All right. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. So I thought I was going to come back and give you guys some results. Um, but I just got a call. You're never going to believe this. I just got a call from the paralegal saying that my lawyer has a family emergency and he can't try it today. But the paralegal just goes, listen, I'm comfortable with all the facts. Um, this is not my first time doing it. She's the one who wrote all the evidence. And she's like, Mac, I can do this. And I said, how many of you, how many of these have you done? And she's like, listen, I've been doing this for six years. So many, I can't count. She's like, if you're going to tell me you want your lawyer, then she's like, I understand. She said, but I can do this. And what am I going to do? She has been, she's, she has done more than actually my lawyer has. She has written the entire motion. She does know all the facts and I do trust her and maybe it'll help having a woman in my corner with a woman judge against a woman. Maybe it'll help, but I'm going to go through with it. I have no choice, but holy shit. Now another roadblock, man, crazy. It's going to be okay. I do trust her in her signature. It's funny. It says um, best lawyers to follow or best lawyers to watch in 2022. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have a backup plan for their lawyer. So I do think thankfully, and she is awesome. I've talked to her many times. She did write the entire motion. Christ, man, just one roadblock after another. My God, it's going to work out. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, so the judge just came on the screen and um, she went over, um, you know, what we're seeking in terms of, um, in terms of custody, what we're seeking in terms of the bills being paid. And the judge said, I want you guys to understand that I'm very familiar with the case. And she said, um, I want you both to know that you're doing a tremendous amount of disservice to your children and causing them a tremendous amount of trauma. And also you do not have the financial ability to go through this case. So um, she said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask me 
She asked me to log off of the call and my ex is in the room with her lawyer. So she asked my ex to leave the room. She said, I'm going to meet with both of your representations. And she goes, I have some recommendations that I'm going to make and your representation will go over it with you in my chambers without you there. So we will reconvene in a couple of minutes. So I'm sitting here. Um, that's a good sign. My, my, my lawyer texted me and she said, that's a good sign. Um, that's a good sign because the judge said, I'm familiar with the case. I'm familiar with the evidence. I'm familiar with everything. I read the whole thing. So she read my evidence. Um, the judge sounded really good. So, uh, I'm encouraged. I'll keep you guys updated. Okay. So I just got a call from my lawyer. She said that the, it's terribly in my favor. Everything is in my favor. They're going to drop supervised visits with my kids. Oh my God. They're going to drop supervised visits with my kids. The one thing is they're not going to grant me overnight stays. And my lawyer said they think because my my ex is claiming that I'm bipolar. So what happened is, is that the judge said, there's nothing in front of me that says he's bipolar. It says that he has depression, essentially. She's like, so here's what we're going to have him do. We're going to have him go back to the marriage counselor and have him get his bipolar information supply it to his new psychiatrist. And if the psychiatrist wants to diagnose him as bipolar, then she diagnoses him as bipolar. But she said, still, even if he's bipolar, doesn't mean he can't have visitation with his kids. She's like, it's neither here nor there. Um, also, she said with all the domestic violence, she said, my ex dropped the restraining order. So they, she goes, I'm not hearing it. I'm not listening to this evidence. I'm not listening to anything. She dropped the restraining order and I do not want to talk about it again. Yes. Um, the one thing that I'm kind of hung up on is they want me to pay, continue to pay 60% of the mortgage plus child support. Child support is nominal. It's nothing. But why am I still going to continue paying half of the mortgage when I just spent, I paid her half of the mortgage for the last four months. So that's $5,000 I just did. Plus I had to give her $3,000 to settle the restraining order. So why would I continue paying 60% of the mortgage? I'm not doing that. So I said, uh, the thing is, is that this is so in my favor, according to the judge, that um, I know I have to get back on the phone right now. It is 112. I got to get back on the call at 2.30. And um, we're, I know they're not going to, my wife's side, is, my ex's side is not going to take any of this. She's not going to accept anything. So we're going to have to try the motion. Um, but the judge is not having it. And the one thing I'm going to fight is I don't want to continue paying the bills. I don't understand why I can't have overnight stays with the kids. I don't understand. Maybe it's not until I get my own place. I told, I told my lawyer, I said, tell her that Dyfus can come and walk the house and see that it's in good shape, but it's stupid. It's stupid. And I should be able to have, have overnight stays. But honestly, it's not the biggest thing right now is I got to get rid of, I got to get rid of these bills. I have to, I have to. So, um, I'll keep you posted. I got to get back on another hour. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this because it's kind of crazy for me. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. So here's the deal. Um, so supervised visits are apparently done. I don't have supervised visits anymore. And if you can read my tone, no, I'm not thrilled. But the sign of a good divorce is everybody's equally miserable. So supervised visits are done. I have expand, expanded parenting time with my kids. However, they don't want to give me overnight stays because they're still stuck on this stupid bipolar thing. What the judge said is, I don't have anything in front of me that says he's bipolar. Okay? There's nothing in front of her that says he's bipolar. It basically says he has depression. So what they're ordering me to do is they're ordering me to go back to that old marriage counselor. They want me to get this the 
um, stuff that she prescribed or they um, diagnosed me with for bipolar and give it to my current psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist is still not going to diagnose me as bipolar because she didn't do it. So it's so stupid, but I got to get that done. Big deal. Then um, my my current psychiatrist already told me I'm not bipolar. Then what I got to do... Um, so that's good. Supervised visits done. I've expanded parenting time, but they're not willing to give me overnight visits yet. Um, and I said, have Dyfus walk my dad's house. But um, I do have, um, it, we're going to alternate like Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, um, but they're expanding it an extra three hours on the weekend with my kids. So that's good. It's a full day. I get them from when they wake up to when they go to bed on the weekends for a whole day. And plus I have two days during the week um, where I get to have dinner with them and I'll take them food shopping or I'll take them to the playground or I'll figure something out. I got to keep my money down. Um, So that's, that's the other thing, but the major, major point of contention. So the judge ruled I have to pay child support, which is nothing. My child support is nothing. Okay. But I have to still pay full daycare because it helps my child support, reduce my child support. And they want me to pay 60% of the mortgage still because I make more money than my ex. So I came back and I said, no, I'll do 50%, but I shouldn't even have to do anything. Why am I paying for a house I'm not living in? And essentially my child support is going to be going to the bills. So what the hell? And so um, I came back and I said, no, do 50%. And they came back and they go, no, I'm not going to budge. They said 60%. So my lawyer goes, you know what's going to happen? The judge is going to say 55. And I said, then make the judge do that. I said, but I'm not doing this. So we got back on the call and my lawyer calls me back and she goes, hang up on the call. You're not going back at 2.30. I said, okay. And she goes, so here's the deal. The judge just told me she's familiar with the facts. She said, I will not entertain the word violence in this case any longer. She said, I do not want to hear it for the rest of the divorce. So that's out the window. It's coming down to money. And what's going to happen is she said, if the only thing you guys is, are hung up on is the mortgage, is that I got to pay 60% of the mortgage. She said, fill out a consent order. This is what the judge said. Fill out a consent order for everything else, for the, the supervised visits to be dropped. I got to go get my medical records. Big shit. I'm so not even worried about that. Um, and she said, leave the part blank about the mortgage and the judge will decide the percentage that I have to pay. So I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere between 55 to 60%, which sucks. I'm only saving on the month, like maybe 1200 bucks, which yeah, great. 1200 bucks, but it's not enough. It's not enough when for the last four months I've been paying a hundred percent of everything. I mean, when you tally it all up, plus the $3,000 I gave her to settle the restraining order, it's like over $12,000 in the last four months. So like, come on. But you know what? The judge is awesome. I'll tell you that. My judge is awesome. She really put her in her place. Everything was really in my favor. It's just that I make more money than she does, my ex does. So I guess maybe I should be more positive than I am. Uh, I don't know. I mean, listen, at least I get expanded parenting time with my kids. This weekend will be unsupervised. Um, so that's cool. Um, I got really cool plans, actually, that I want to do with the kids this weekend. Um, I'm going to take them overlooking New York City to this awesome playground and uh, take them out to eat and stuff. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, so the kids stuff, like I said, I don't know why I'm not getting overnight visits. I don't know how to fight that. Um, I think it's not because I, I just don't have my own place. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, 
I hope that this episode was kind of somewhat educational for you guys in terms of like how it works with the court and stuff. Um, because it was certainly educational to me. Um, I hope it's educational to you in terms of like also document the hell out of what you have. If you're not out of your narcissistic relationship yet, man, did my evidence hold some water. Cause my, my, my judge said, I don't want to hear anything about violence for the rest of this case. Oh, oh, and one more thing too. Um, one more thing too, is that, um, the house is going to be put on the market, which is exciting. Um, my house is going to be put on the market. They're going to get an appraisal for the house. And um, so that's when I will get out of pull, paying the full mortgage is when they put the house on the market. Um, and so the thing is, is that there might not be much equity in the house. I don't know if I'm going to make anything off of it. Maybe she'll buy me out. But the judge goes, how is she? Even the judge said, she goes, you know, she put in the motion, my ex put in the motion that she wants to buy me out of the house. Well, how are you going to buy me out of the house when you can't even afford 60% of the mortgage right now? It's just, she's just looking for handouts. Um, and, you know, it's an advantage to being a woman, I guess. Um, oh, and another thing. Um, the judge was pissed off that my ex chose a therapist without me. Um, and that she put him in all these therapy without me. And she said, clearly these kids have not seen any domestic abuse. So the kids are done with their therapist. And now we have to jointly choose a new therapist, which is awesome. The judge said they've been fed a narrative. These therapists have been fed a narrative that is not true. That's what she said. She's been, they've been fed a narrative that is not true and it needs to be fixed. Um, so they're going to get brand new therapists. And the cool thing is, is that sometimes the kids are going to be doing the therapy with me on my time, which I'm kind of excited for, um, because at least I can supervise it. I don't have to participate, but at least I can supervise it. All good stuff, except for the bills. I don't, I'm pissed off about still paying hypothetically 60% of the mortgage. That's what I'm hung up on. But I wish you could see me right now. I'm just shrugging. I don't know what to do. The judge said she'll fill it in. Maybe she'll put 55, maybe she'll put 60. I think I'm going to, I'm expecting 60. So, hey guys. So I put a page break here or a little break in the, in the audio because I'm going back and I'm editing it and I'm just listening to myself before earlier today and I feel a little differently than I do now. It's currently 10, 20 PM. Um, and you know what? I'm feeling a little more optimistic than I was in that last segment. Um, so yeah, I let's say I got to pay 60% of the mortgage, right? It's better than 100% of the mortgage. I still was paying the full daycare. I'm still going to pay the full daycare. But honestly, maybe I can get my daughter into pre-K next year and get that gone. You know, because that's $938 I can get rid of. The thing that I'm I'm hung up on is, yes, I'm hung up on the mortgage. But then I started thinking, right? I feel like they just took the word bills and they changed the name to child support. And I'm like, you know, I'm just now, now that 541 that I'm going to be paying per month for child support is just taking care of the bills. But then I got to thinking, right? You can ask yourself this, your own question, right? This is a rhetorical question, but how much do you spend a month on groceries, right? How much do you spend on all your bills? 541 to cover my ex's monthly payments. It's not a lot of money. I mean, bill, I mean, she's going to have bills. She's going to have groceries. She's going to have gas. She's going to have car insurance. She has student loans, um, just daily expenses, whatever it may be. Um, no, actually, the more I start thinking about it, I'm not happy with what I got because I'm getting 60% of the mortgage. 
But the more I think about it, I think I got her to a point where she's going to start feeling some discomfort. And that thought got pretty exciting to me. Um, I don't think she realizes it yet. I don't think she realizes it yet. But I was just thinking, she's got nowhere to go but down, and I got nowhere to go but up. Because the other thing is, is that, so I mentioned on, on a little bit on the previous um, segment, so I have to get the house appraised, and also I have to get a home inspector. It's in the clause to be signed next week that she has 30 days after the appraisal and after the home inspector to either buy me out or put the house on the market. So we'll see what the equity is in the house, um, but that could work out in my favor too. So her discomfort is coming. Um, I wish it was a little more, and I wish like the sky fell down and rained down on her today. Um, it didn't, but it's going to, and I kind of feel like she's going to regret this. Um, so the more I think about it, I'm a little bit happier than I was in the last segment. Um, I didn't like the way I sounded in the last one. So guys, listen, I hope, um, you guys enjoyed this episode as much as actually I enjoyed recording it. Um, going back and listening to it while I've been doing this editing was really fun. What a cool day. I admit I am exhausted right now. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope it was as fun for you guys to listen as it was for me to record. Um, as always, I'd like for you to uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please leave a rating for the podcast. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at dimming underscore the underscore gaslight. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with me. This was a bit of a roller coaster today. So uh, thank you so much. And until next time, everybody. Bye.